Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man hello and welcome back to Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man I am the Lazy Man Tom and I'm Pink Chicken Michelle welcome we have a lot to talk about this week we do oh yeah well, let's start out by saying we were checking the Twitters this morning and we discovered that we're both blocked by Jack Scalfani we're not really sure when this happened or why it happened well I tweeted directly at him I'm not even gonna lie about that but I'm not really sure why uh, the Lazy Man over here is blocked because as far as I remember I don't think he's ever directly tweeted at Jack so I could be wrong but it may have been in a reply to you or maybe I retweeted something that he said or retweeted something that you posted about him I, again we so blocked by association one of the things we noticed about Jack is that he has very thin skin when it comes to receiving criticism or commentary. So uh, let's just say it probably doesn't take much to earn his blocking ire. That's true. So we thought this week we'd start out by a, by reviewing a throwback episode. And it's one that the name of the podcast is based on. One of the probably worst and most dangerous videos that Jack still to this day has up on his channel. And it's the McCormick Bag and Season Food Product Review. It has about 103,000 views. I can't tell what year it's from by the view on our TV right now, but it's been out there for quite some time. Six years. Six years. He hasn't corrected it. It's same format that it was when it was first released. And we thought we'd talk about this and we'll uh, give our commentary with the episode on mute like we did on the last two episodes of Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man, so you can understand why our podcast got its name. Basically, the, and this is a recurring theme throughout Jack's show, is everything that he cooks appears to be undercooked, like as far as white meats are concerned, like pork and chicken. And we, and I, you do see it sometimes with beef products as well, but it's very prominent with the white or the lighter meats because it appears pink. And Which is also the most dangerous part of it. I mean, <laughs> People eat steak tartare, people eat undercooked beef all the time, and that's not really known to have anything, but food safety handlers are always concerned about pork and chicken because of the microbiome on them, and they have to be heated to a certain temperature to kill the microorganisms that are often left on them during processing, like salmonella and uh, all the things that infect pork. Usually, that's not even in the that's not even in the ballpark of concern with a lot of other cooking channels because most of those are chefs that have been taught food handling and safe food handling procedures for years, and they're just used to doing it. You'll see they'll not use the same towel for chicken as they do for vegetables or meats for vegetables. They'll you know use a, a different spoon for this and that. They won't touch in the YouTube world. It gets a little 
not as professional as that, but still most people try to follow that. This episode too, I, I wanted to point out, and I don't know because his lighting capabilities and his sound quality is so bad in certain episodes, you can't really tell if it is in fact Pink Chicken or if it's just his lighting, like he didn't do a white balance on something prior to starting the video. But on this particular episode, there's no confusing that because there is visible blood <laughs> coming out of the chicken. And uh, we'll, we'll get into it here in a couple minutes, but you'll, you'll know exactly, you'll see exactly what we mean uh, when we get into it here. But I've made these season and bag things before. I haven't, I don't know that I've necessarily made a chicken with one. I think I maybe have done the beef one. I know I definitely have done the pork chop one. And the directions on the back of the bag vary a little bit between, depending on what cut of meat you're using what to do with it but it i mean as long as you follow the directions which i have questions about it's pretty easy to do like it basically it's like using a crock pot it cooks itself and uh there's very minimal human interaction once you put it in the oven it that's just it that's you just put it in and you set it and forget it kind of thing well this is mccormick trying to make as foolproof as possible uh cooking this is Take it beyond just a step of, oh, we're selling spices. It's it's meant to be a kit. Foolproof, follow the directions. There's a maximum and a minimum amount of time that you're supposed to cook the product for. And he is just barely in the minimum. It's like, oh, it's supposed to cook for such and such a time up to this time. So we took it out exactly at, I don't know if it was one hour or one half hour. I'm looking, I happen to have Walmart grocery and it gives you package. You can look at the back of the, the package, see all the nutrition facts and the directions and whatnot. So I pulled it up and it says prep time is 15 minutes. This is for the same bag he's using too, by the way. Um, cook time is an hour, makes eight servings, three, uh, preheat the oven at 350. So it's 350 for an hour. So it's kind you're kind of cooking it on the low-ish side, but you're not completely like roasting it slowly either. It's kind of right in the, in the middle there, in the happy middle. But still with chicken and, and the lighter meats, I would want to, I mean, the pork chops I made, they were very clearly done. Um, because I use the thin cut pork chops, but with the chicken, um, I would feel more comfortable if, you know, you, pl you plop in, uh, one of those, uh, thermometer things that you can get and check the temperature, um, you know, and then if it's not to temperature, just plop it back in the oven for, you know, in 15 minute increments or 10 minute increments or something. He references that somewhere in this. He says something about we checked and it was at temperature. Right, but there's a certain way you can, because this is this chicken is for bone-in chicken. So if you don't measure, uh, if you don't measure the the chicken in the right spot when you take the temperature, if you're hitting the bone, if you're hitting the bottom of the the uh, whatever you're cooking it in, you could get a false read. And I wonder if that's maybe what he did too, or he didn't maybe let it. He pulled it right out of the oven and just jammed it in there rather than letting it rest for like a minute or something for it to kind of level out. I, I don't know, but it's it's not good. Um. Just by visual <laughs> inspection, you could tell this chicken is woefully undercooked, dangerously undercooked. Again, he's he, he'll talk in the video about how juicy the chicken is. Oh, the, the chicken in the bag and season bag is very juicy. And you can clearly see the juice running out of it is light pink to red you can see blood in the chicken. Yeah, there's no there's no covering this up by bad lighting. It's clearly blood. Um, 
and he eats it. He takes a piece of the chicken and he eats it at the end. And he, God willing, he's still alive to this day, so it didn't kill him. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust serving it to people like your loved ones and friends and family. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, how about we start the video and we'll start looking at it. So again, this okay. is the original chicken ba McCormick bag and season product review from uh, Cooking with Jack channel. Uh, six years ago, 103,000 views. One of his most popular videos, by the way, but again, probably not for the reason he thinks. Right, so we're starting up the video here. We're starting video now. So this video being six years ago, this was when he was still working with a professional video production company. This still has the uh, multiple display beginning, him chopping the pineapple. He's left the wrong title card up. <laughs> I noticed that Football too. finger food, shrimp and chorizo. So that was from an, an earlier episode where he was making finger food to eat with a football game. Um, and in the background he has a whiteboard and it says skin or no skin on your chicken. And I don't really think that's a question. I think it's more of a, it depends on the cooking technique that you're doing situation. Depending on what you're making, I don't think leaving skin on is appropriate but if you're roasting it yeah by all means go for it uh the bright lemon yellow walls of his old kitchen lemon oh you see yellow? the skin or no skin on your chicken the white oh yeah look at oh i just noticed that so oh. the skin or no skin on your chicken looks like it's written on the whiteboard but it's actually a graphic that he put over and forgot to take off for the next shot whoopsie <laughs> and so he's going on and on about the the bag and season review he actually compares it to shake and bake which it is not well, shake and bake is breading shake and bake is breading and maybe some seasonings that you dip it you egg you put it in egg wash and then you put it in the the crumbs this is just seasoning and it relies strictly on the moisture in this case from the vegetables that you put in and the heat that it generates to steam and cook inside this bag that it it comes with but you don't have to you don't have to dip the chicken in oil or butter or anything. No, as far as I know, um, it's just vegetables. So he's speaking now. We're at about oh, here we go. We're about the two minute mark. He is beginning to season the chicken and place it into the bag. He has giant he has he has one giant non-split breast of chicken, and he has a chicken leg that's still connected to the thigh. So fairly large pieces of chicken with bones still well intact. And to note, if you're looking, if you happen to have made this uh, chicken in a bag before, there's directions for boneless pieces of chicken, and then there's directions for bone-in chicken, but it's, again, pieces. This is like a whole connective thigh and drumstick and a huge chicken breast. Oh, now we're up to the part where he's now doing his comparison. So his control group is going to be two pieces of chicken, same size, uh, placed in a pan, a roasting pan with no covering, uh, no added water or chicken stock, and some root vegetables, some carrots, and no, some No oil, nothing. It's nope. just dry. Bone yep. dry going into the oven. Bone dry chicken, and he's dumping his Jack seasoning powder on it. Okay, so now we're, we're time lapsing here. We're 40 minutes into this. But wait, doesn't the chicken say to cook it for an hour? Yeah, that so would be correct. So he's technically cooked the chicken. He's undercooked the chicken by 20 minutes. Assuming he put it in at 350. Okay, the two chickens are next to each other on the roasting pan. He's about to cut open the bag. He's going to burn himself because the steam is coming out of the bag. The vegetables um, in the uh, control test side that he doesn't have the bag for look very sad. <laughs> well, again, it's he only cooked it, he cooked it at 350 for 40 minutes. 
not enough and not enough high heat to really roast the vegetables. No, they just look um, well, they're cooked. limp. Yeah. yeah. They're a little dried out. All right, so we are peeling back the... Uh, we are here. This is the bag and season chicken. Cut into it. You can visibly see on the surface of the chicken pink areas. And that's not bad lighting, folks, because when he cuts into the other one, that's when the uh, dirty secrets are revealed. Yeah, so he cut into the chicken breast, uh, and you can see areas of pink. Now he's going after the leg and thigh piece, which he should have separated but didn't. Uh, this is, if you want to jump to it, it's time index for 4 minutes and 43 seconds in. And this is what we've all tuned in for. There is a giant hunk of red. It looks like strawberry jelly in the middle of his chicken. Oh, it's yeah. a pool of blood sitting in the chicken. Because remember, he has undercooked this chicken by 20 minutes. And it was only 350 to begin with. So he has undercooked the chicken by 20 minutes. And this is the part where he, he goes, Oh, you see that red in the chicken? It's not a problem. You know, just pop it in the microwave for a minute. That's not how chicken works at all. That's his solution for undercooking 20 minutes is to pop the chicken in the microwave for a minute. Oh, he's diving in for the taste test. To the uh, raw chicken. <laughs> that's a time index, five minutes and 30 seconds. The piece you'll see him eat right now is the piece that was the square piece that clearly had the, the, the pink juice running out of it that he cut from the piece of chicken where there was a puddle of blood in it. And he's like, yeah, it's moist, it's great, it's, it's delicious. And then he comments on the, uh, the carrots. He bit a piece of carrot on the, the side that he uh, cooked in the bag, and then he takes a piece of the uh, celery on the other side from the dry roasted vegetables and uh, says remarks that the celery t tastes sweeter that wasn't in the bag. And um, I'm just really confused by that comment, but I well, guess... Well, the, the, the celery that was exposed that was not in the bag got roasted a little bit. And it's a small piece of celery, so it would roast fairly quickly. And mm. uh, the one in the bag is steamed. But again, you're cooking the vegetables, you're cooking aromatics with the chicken to flavor and season the chicken, not really so much to cook the vegetables. From the get-go, he's followed the directions wrong, but I think that the vegetables were supposed to, like, you're supposed to dump the seasoning in the bag and shake everything together, including the vegetables, so everything gets flavored. Let me just consult the directions here for a second and see what it says. I do want to call attention to the magnetic knife rack that he has to the frame right side of his door. That does actually appear in his later kitchens. In the most current episodes of Cooking with Jack, you can see that hanging out very much on the edge of frame right. Okay, so he does say, it does say sprinkle seasoning mix over chicken evenly and then place any remaining seasoning over chicken and vegetables. So he basically used the entire seasoning bag on the chicken and then didn't put anything else on the vegetables. Now I'm sure when the chicken starts to sweat and, and juice up and things like that, the seasoning will spread out through the vegetables. He did not follow the directions, well, at, at all really, but... Also, um, we're at the 7 minute and 35 second mark. In the back of his kitchen, you can see that he has placed the roasting pans. Uh, this is his first kitchen. You can see the washer and dryer hookup on the frame right. He's just placing the food on his washer and dryer. There's no board there or anything. So... There's probably residue from other earlier cooking episodes on that washer and dryer. So again, the idea of contamination, not safe food handling. And also, if you're going to use your home kitchen for your YouTube cooking show, every other kitchen person, every other YouTube cooking show that we've watched, they would, even if there's a something, if they, first of all, they try to avoid the problem areas in the framing of their shot. 
like somebody would frame it somebody would move the camera to the right aim it to the left and try to avoid the washer and dryer which you know should not be in your kitchen set or at least cover it with a sheet or cover it with a board so it looks like part of the set just don't be like oh yep that's my washer and dryer sitting right back there you know with all the harsh chemicals you use for washing and drying and he's just setting out stuff on it that he's used for cooking yeah and i'm worried about you know clothes getting contaminated if it's like laundry day and he's trying to cook i mean i don't know where his laundry is kept but at the end uh we see give me entertainment his uh entertainment company we, his outro card yeah his outro card thank you uh we looked at his linkedin and it shows that he's the president of give me entertainment so that's his own business that he uses uh to create these youtube channels and videos that he has it would be interesting to see if that's registered as a corporation or again if he just called it this because that's what he came up with with his video editing software and it had this little outro title card because this looks like stock title card maker graphic. Oh yeah, you could probably make it with iMovie. <laughs> yeah. One other thing I wanted to hit on. Well again, this is not the only video that we, this is not the only video in the Cooking with Jack universe that shows him practicing very poor safe food handling procedures, very unsafe food handling procedures, criminally undercooking some meat that he's using. Remember this is this product video is for bag and season for McCormick. This is already as easy as they could possibly make it for you to cook chicken very quickly with no thought. Open the season bag, put in the chicken, add the seasoning, shake shake, add some vegetables, bake. It's supposed to be for people who have not a lot of time and want something quick but want to make something fresh and wholesome it's already made to be as fast as it possibly can there's no reason to try to hurry it along because to do that makes it dangerous because now you're undercooking the chicken oh what i wanted to tell you guys was both uh the lazy man and pink chicken have food prep experience i used to work at a supermarket in the food service area where we made quick prep meals and the lazy man over here has worked with his family on massive undertakings at churches where they do spaghetti dinners we know a thing or two about food how to make it how to eat it <laughs> what's safe, what's not safe, in addition to our nerdiness when it comes to computers and TV and, and knowing bad uh, editing skills when we see it, <laughs> it which is prevalent in this video. Yeah, the color saturation is a little high, clearly a result of not knowing how to use the video software. It wasn't a, a style choice. Also, did you notice in this video his delivery of the video is more kind of like, yo, homeboy, like, we're gonna do everything, this or that. He's kind of calmed down in his later videos, and he's he's not doing what he was saying about, oh, send me this. He's not, he's not asking for so many ideas anymore. He's not asking for as much audience input as he used to. Right, because I think he was one of the first content creators, or one of the few first content creators on YouTube, and like... People were watching him a lot because he was one of the only few cooking shows out there. And then when people started seeing quality content come through, like Babish and all the other ones, they realized that Jack kind of doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and so now he's more of a novelty, like uh, what not to do situation then um hey let's let's watch jack scalfani for a good recipe that we could make you know for a, a party or a weeknight dinner like it's just it's it's kind of sad it's almost like some of the things he gets now or the recipes that he makes are a little bit gluttonous i think but he's gone from being famous to infamous and he's trying to keep riding that initial wave of popularity he had because there was no other alternatives now that 
more quality alternatives have come out now he's like well what's my trick if i can't be i was the first but it doesn't seem to be a draw now that there's a crowded choice and lots of people are coming to youtube you know he was on youtube before a lot of other people were using youtube as kind of like another channel of television they watch so he had an you know he had a built-in audience there wasn't that many choices now when people when audience members come to youtube there's dozens and hundreds of food channels to watch he's just one of many and you know again he's he's people aren't watching him for the quality or the imagination of his recipes if they're watching him at all now if he's getting new viewers it's all to watch the train wreck uh, yeah so i think this is a good place to close this episode out i want to thank you again for joining pink chicken and the lazy man and we look forward to our next episode thank you internets uh we've already noticed some love we don't have that many episodes on all of the different podcast channels but we're getting downloads we're getting reactions we thank you greatly and we will see you next time